0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Sweitzer. I am your host and I am the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. Before we get started, we wanna thank our title sponsor, RX Gear for all that they do for us. Um, make sure you use our code, Clydesdale15 at checkout at rxmarkear.com. That's all caps, Clydesdale15. And you can get 15% off anything you buy in the store, except for new releases and special editions. We're also on the road to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It's a slow and winding road, uh, but we're heading there. Um, And this week we've actually picked up a handful more. Um, Our Sean Clifton interview uh, garnered us a nice little chunk of uh, subscribers. So uh, kudos to Amy for bringing that one in and doing a great job. Uh, on that interview, because it I've gotten a lot of comments about how amazing that that story was uh, so but we're trying to get to a 1000 subscribers on YouTube, make sure you have a public profile subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you could be the next winner of a free rx Smart jump rope customized any way you want. And they're even going to throw in a few little trinkets and toys to go with that uh, when you are the winner but we're we are pr- approaching our next century mark. Slowly but surely, but we are getting there, and as soon as we do, uh, we will give away that RX Mercury jump rope. So, what's up, everyone? It's been a <laughs> wild week this week.
1: Yeah, it has. <laughs> I mean, where do
0: we start? You got really? your second COVID shot?
1: I did. I got my second vaccine shot. Um, you know, I work with young children, and um, so I work with the population. Um, you know that I feel it's important for me to become vaccinated to take care of other people not just about myself so um, so that's why I am getting vaccinated Um, so yeah I got my second shot and wow Um, the news is is I know it's working that my body is building those antibodies but um, I've been real tired today I took the day off um, just kind of napping and chilling and recovering. So I'll be back at it tomorrow. But like, I even went to pick up Natalie, my daughter from practice and I came home and I was like, I'm really exhausted. And that's just not me as a person. I'm always moving around and doing stuff. So that was hard.
0: I actually worked out next to a nurse today. And she was saying that when you get the shot, you should book time to nap, both of them, Mm -hmm. because you just don't know how your body's going to react. And if you come out of it fine, then you don't need the nap time. And you just do some other stuff, but you should set aside some time to be sure to chill out and relax after, after you get the shot. So, cause I get mine Friday morning, my first one, and then hopefully my second one, four, four weeks later. So Kat, you had a wild 24 hours as well.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the boy, the boy had a opening day yesterday, baseball, we've been talking about baseball um, for two years now, we haven't had a baseball game, a high school baseball game. Um, Braden started, he did really well, um, pitched really well. His command was excellent. Um, way more improved than it had been in the past. Um, he got to his pitch count. Um, they put him out in center field cause he can run really fast and he has a good arm. Um, and I guess it was like the fifth inning, sixth inning, uh, diving catch popped his shoulder out of, out of socket. <laughs> um, Yeah. So that was fun. I'm glad I was there because they're only allowing like two people per whatever. And my daughter had a softball game at the time. So my husband was at the softball game. I was at the baseball game with my mom. Um, I thought at first that he just kind of got the wind knocked out of him. Cause you know, when you like go for those diving catches, you just think, you know, maybe they got the wind knocked out of him. So I didn't think much of it. He got up, he walked to the dugout, seemed to be fine. And then all these kids start like looking at me from the dugout. They're just like giving me eyes. They're kind of like, And I'm like, what is going on? And they know like that I'm in fitness kind of, and they'll come up to me and like, ask me to, you know, like I have an adhesion in my bicep. Can you like, you know, roll this out for me and and do stuff. I'm I'm almost like the unofficial, you know, trainer of the team with my little tips and tricks. And they all kept staring at me. So I like walked over the dugout and I'm like, what's going on? They're like, he popped his shoulder out. And I was like, oh God, no. And I said, is he okay? Like, you know, like, do you want me to come in there? Like, what am I supposed to do? And you know, it's this high school baseball and the moms are do not come in the dugout. <laughs> and they're like, no, I think he's okay. And I said, okay. And then I started walking back. And the first thing I thought of was like, oh no, he's not gonna be able to throw. So I like yelled back and I'm like, which, which arm is it? And they said it was his right shoulder, which he's a lefty. So it was his, not his throwing arm, which is good to good to know. But yeah, been on the doc. you know, we went to the ER, we got x-rays. We're trying to get him in with an orthopedic because he needs to get cleared to be able to either start light throwing or something and we want to make sure it's not worse than it was so just heartbreaking you know first game so excited so hype he did so well and then that so good
0: times and also in the last 48 hours our co-host mm. his back is broken <laughs> right, spinal. He, he has the spinal. He does have a sp. Oh, yes, he does. Uh, so yeah, our co-host Charlie uh, attacked twenty one point one, and twenty one point two. Sorry, twenty one point two, and ended up in the ER uh, with back spasms, and so hopefully he's resting comfortably uh, with some good medication right now, uh, getting better. But, uh, yeah, our thoughts are with Charlie as he tries to get back to normal, normal functionality, just in day-to-day life. Cause I know back injuries are the worst.
1: Well, I told him tomorrow at the 40 plus club, we're going to be hitting heavy deadlifts. So make sure he's (laughs) perfect. Yep. Make sure he's ready.
0: Maybe some GHD sit-ups. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. My, my gym. I didn't, I did the work. I don't want to talk. We'll talk more about the workout tomorrow when we talk with Dex and everybody else. But, um, I did it on Sunday and on Monday, my gym programmed heavy deadlifts and something else. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, most of the people did it Friday. So they had a few days to recover, but I was still in that 24 hour period where the, I hadn't reached the limit, you know, the, the peak of my back pain yet. So there was no way I was deadlifting on Monday.
0: I think it's okay if we talk about the workout today. Um, cause I thought you guys couldn't make it tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I can't. Oh, that's right, I'm not gonna be here. That just means I don't want to talk about the workout, but we can, sure. (laughs) I tried to quit eight times.
1: (laughs) I had a whole group cheering for me and they're like, come on, Amy, let's go. And I stopped and I was like, I I just, I don't want to. I really, I don't want to. And they're like, come on. I was like, I know I'm not gonna stop, but I just was trying to stall it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A coach once told me, you know, the suck ends when you finish.
1: You know, also, here's the other thing I said. You don't have to want to do it. You just have to do it. <laughs> yeah. So
2: My uh, my training partner, competition partner, was my judge for this workout. And she said afterwards that she has never seen me so whiny and complaining during a work. I mean, every time I just looked at the, I looked at the dumbbell and she's like, come on, Kat, you got this. You And I just looked at her and I was like, I don't wanna. I don't, yeah. I don't, I was, I mean, it was very uncharacteristic of me, but I was like, oh. I am just so over this workout. I don't want to do it anymore. That's that
1: was t- totally me. I was like, I don't yeah. like this. I should be more fit than I. I think I am more fit <laughs> than right. seventeen, but I don't want to be in that pain.
0: So I I was watching Cat over Zoom because Cat was going to judge me after, and mm-hmm. she is right. It is the whiniest I have ever seen Cat in the time I have known her. Yeah, the sure. negative thoughts that were coming out of her mouth were crazy right i've never seen you that way
2: not very inspiring i think because i think for me it was it's a it's a repeat right so there's like that pressure of like having to do better and and i admittedly am not in nearly the kind of shape that i was in in 2017 i mean not even close and yet i think i expected to at least match or do a little bit better than my score and I'm not stupid when I'm going through the workout, and I'm looking at the time and I'm looking at where I'm at. I know I'm not going to beat my time. Like there is nothing I can do possibly to beat my score. And that's when I get that negative attitude. Cause I'm like, why am I even doing this now? Cause I know I almost just wanted to stop and like, try it again, maybe, but I mean, I'm glad I didn't, but yeah, that's where that whiny part comes in because those benchmarks, when you get to a certain age or, you know, when you're in a different place, a different chapter in your life, and you know, where you think you should be, you know, everyone's like, oh, I PR'd, you know, the workout. And I did two minutes faster this time. And I'm just like, well, screw you. I did. Yeah. I know? did the same way. Like
1: I feel, I put that so much pressure on myself. Nobody else is putting more pressure on me. Yeah. It was me. And so yeah. I was losing sleep the night before. I'm like, it's a freaking oh, yeah. workout. Like who cares? 100%. Obviously my brain did.
0: So just mm-hmm. to be the non Debbie Downer, I actually think I was in the right headspace going into this workout. Uh, you know, I you know I actually had talked to my counselor a couple of days before about seasons of life and where we are, and I, I'm in a new place. I'm I'm not I'm never going to be who I was. I just have to be the best new person that I can be. And I told Kat after I was done. You know, I just plugged away. And in my head, I was like, you know what? I could do that kneel down and kneel up burpee and go faster. And I thought to myself, but what good is that? You're not you're not going to move up the leaderboard that much to go to the games or anything like that. And why not just work on burpee form? And so I did every burpee with a kick up mm-hmm. and a jump, like everyone, like a full, full burpee, no step ups, yeah. no... And I just embraced it. I And I had not done a full burpee in probably nine months. And I got 45 of them in and that workout. And I was so proud of myself when I was done because that that's big for me right now. Coming off a back injury to do 45 burpees and to be able to walk and and finish my kitchen the rest of the afternoon uh, was huge for me. Um, so I. And I had, I had Kat and Colleen cheering me on, which was awesome. And uh, my only misstep was that I set up right beside the garbage can where we've been throwing Walter's poop bags. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it did get a little bit smelly in that round of 30. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was going to make it, but I did. That's so funny.
1: We literally had like... Five pukers at the gym after this workout. Mm. Like I don't want to be there again. I don't want to be in that position where I feel like I need to puke from a workout. So yeah. I don't want to ever. I felt one.
2: I felt that way too. And I, I think the other thing that I was disapp- little, a little bit disappointed about is that I, I, I self admittedly, um, I go out way too hot on all all the time. Like that's just my mo. And everybody that knows me, you know, knows that that's what I do. And it's kind of funny to you know make fun of me and talk about it, but this workout i actually like purposely spiked my heart rate a few times beforehand and like really paced the first two rounds um my third round for some reason i went way too fast like if you look at my split times I, like i cruised through that third round for whatever reason way too quickly and maybe that's where i got messed up but it was like i was disappointed too because i was like darn it like i should have just done it the way i usually do it you know like i tried like this new strategy to you know, maybe do better and pace better. And it just like backfired on me or, or at least didn't work. So, so on to next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. So other than us, there were some people that did some amazing things.
1: Yeah, that- I'm saving one of those amazing things for my best thing on the internet.
0: Okay. Uh-oh. So, so let's just look at, at like placement. Um, the top two scores in 21.2 were both age group technically age group people that will probably not go age group, but Kristen Holta was second place and she's in the 35 to 39 year old master's division. Now I didn't even realize that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And first place was Emma Carey, who was, who is 16 years old and technically is in the age group division. Um, probably won't go age group, but right. But really just amazing. And then on the men's side, you know, friend of the show Colton Mertens, third overall in the world, uh, with like just over nine minutes, I think, 917 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Like people that we've actually talked to did really well on this workout. And then the leaderboard, after it was all over, you know, I don't know who picked Jeffrey Adler to win the open. I'm not sure who that was, but he's in sitting in second place right now. Just, just saying. I also picked Sarah Sigmund's daughter who didn't right. even get to start the open. Yeah. Yeah. So I need, I need at I least- was gonna one. remind you of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some of the big names like Vellner and Fitkowski are in the top. Well, F- Fitkowski's 10th, Vellner's 11th. Fitkowski doesn't normally do well in the open.
2: Mm-hmm. And for him
0: to be top 10 in the world right now, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, Jamie Simmons in sixth. Love my girl. Tia always in the top. Uh, Cara. Cara in 13th place. That woman just unreal. Having a baby, taking care of a baby all the time. Um, <laughs> when you watch her, like videos of her working out and having to stop in the middle of workouts. And she's still one of the baddest asses in the world. Um. But yeah. Oh, and one interesting thing I saw—you you remember when the Mayhem team announcement came out, and everybody gave Rich crap for saying that he was going to carry Chase. Oh Chase, yeah. Chase is in nineteenth. Rich is in thirty-first. <laughs> Yikes! So, just something I found uh, a little interesting on the leaderboard um, from that time.
2: Yeah. What do we think's coming? predictions just a bar the thrusters
0: are... so I've written down <laughs> just as one of the topics is Dave's clue mm. has ever has everybody seen it yeah
2: yeah
0: it looks like ice chips Chipper that's that's my guess but it's probably some crazy well, did you see freak. the
2: did you see the culmination of his last clue where he zooms out on the picture yeah. of what the thing was?
0: I didn't. Yeah, it was so somebody holding a bird. It was like broom. black and
2: it was black and white like st- strands of something and it was a it was a picture from Les Mis. I think. It was the character from um Limiz, just meaning like, you know, you're going to be miserable doing the workout, kind of a thing. So it's I don't I don't think any of these are really specific to like movements and things, just like the dead carcass, it was just you're going to die.
0: <laughs> I do think it's time for at least a chipper um, Although we haven't really gone short, it's been. Yeah, I think it's no. short. Yeah.
1: I think it's going to be short with a um, heavy one max of something. I
2: actually think there's not going to be a rig. Hmm. Just a hunch. It's kind of what I was hoping that there would be because then I can increase well, my placement. Mean me not hoping for that. So. I need to do better this week than I did last week. I need to end on a high note or else
1: I might have to. This is why I'm I'm missing the five weeks because I usually, you know, I always have one workout that's, and then I kind of figure it all out for the rest, Mm -hmm. but with three, I mean, maybe I'm going to have two bad ones and one okay
2: one. Yeah. I just, I just know as a, as running an affiliate, it's so hard to program around, you know, and like the days leading up to it, we're kind of just going easy and doing things. And like, I haven't had barbells in anybody's hands for the last couple of days, just because I'm pretty sure there's going to be a barbell, but you never really know. And I find myself sometimes apologizing to my athletes. Like, I'm sorry guys, one more week. And then we can get back to normal. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's tough.
0: Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm hoping there's not a one rep max. Uh, One. I don't think I want that mentally. I don't even want to think about a one rep max. Um, Two. I am very weak right now. I am learning that very fast when you don't have a rig in your, in your garage, like, and you can't do presses and squats and stuff like that because you don't have a rig to put it on. Um, I am, I am as weak as I've been in 10 years. Now I think like my mobility is better than it's been ever. And, um, my cardio is okay, but yeah, my strength is just in the toilet.
2: I wonder if they would do like a, like a max effort for reps instead of a max weight. Cause I don't know that everybody's going to have enough weight on hand to do, to max out something necessarily, but I wonder if they would do like something moderate and they have to, and they tell you like, do as many as you possibly can. <laughs>
0: Yeah, until you have
2: to break or something that would be kind of like the rogue challenge stuff that's going on that'd be interesting
0: yeah um any other thoughts on that
2: Mm -mm. no that's a good
1: point about the max weight though so now i'm feeling a little more excited that it won't be max weight it probably
2: yeah it probably won't be i mean unless it was like something random like a strict press or well no because you Cause you know, still you need a, be, cause they just had a like set a standard set of rates. Right. And yeah, I don't think it'd be that.
1: It would be cool if they did like strict pull-ups or something, something mm. different.
2: Yeah. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. That would not be good for me, but it would be interesting to see. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I can flail this body around way better than I can <laughs> move it in a strict, strict fashion. Um, I actually, it's going to rain tomorrow. So I don't think um, I have a, Softball game, so I actually might be able to make the recording. Okay,
0: we'll have to see.
2: But it's at like three p.m. Right? Three p.m. Yeah, three p.m. Yeah. Eastern. Okay, I'm back from the doctor's. In time, I'll do. I'll come. And
0: while we're talking about that, it is um, tomorrow at three p.m. We tomorrow are going to Thursday. do Clydesdale after darkish. <laughs> right.
2: After lunch. After lunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I I did text Saxon today uh, just to kind of wish him luck and um, see how things are going. And he's just super excited. I think like getting to do it with his brothers, I think it's just cool for the family. Um, so they're really excited about that. Um, and then the one question I have is there was a charity event going to happen immediately after it was originally announced that it was going to be project Onyx who we've just recently had on the show against Ben Smith, who we've had on the show for project Krypton and um ben pulled out Uh, withdrew i went to his instagram to see if there's been anything said and no post since march 17th
2: Hmm.
0: so i'm just curious as to what happened and hope that he's okay
2: yeah i mean the my first thought was like that maybe maybe he tested positive for covid or hurt himself right? I mean, COVID would be probably the better option. Um, Cause you know, a lot of these athletes have gotten it and just bounced right back, you know, luckily. Um, but maybe that's preventing him from traveling or something. Um, so it's yeah, going to be easy just, versus Sam Briggs now.
0: Yeah. And, and she's representing out. Yeah. Um, so yeah. cool little charity event after, I don't think they've ever really done that before. Um, so it's kind of a neat little thing. And you know, we've, we've had Sam Briggs on the show recently too, and talked about some of the crazy things she does for charity. Um, And so here's, so it's really cool that the charity event, we've had both people on talking about their charities um, and here they are getting to compete. So pretty awesome. Uh, Pretty excited about that. Yeah. And depending on,
2: depending on what the workout is, that's going to be a cool matchup between easy and, and Sam, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I feel bad for easy unless it's like rope (laughs) climbs, but, but there's no rope in the open.
2: No, I mean, heavy barbell might mess up Sam a little bit, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring up, um, I, when I talked to Charlie today, this is one thing I did bring up. I said, Charlie, did you see about the drug testing about Ricky? Ricky passed. And he's like, give me yeah. some of
0: that Ricky juice. I, I looked at that list and I had I had some questions. And then I listened to Armin right before we went on the air. And Armin had the same questions. Mm-hmm. It One, you can't find that list anywhere on the CrossFit's website. It just came from Dave's Instagram. Um, Armin's argument is that that should not be our source for news is Dave's Instagram. It should be coming from... The CrossFit website or CrossFit LLC.
1: Sure. I saw it on Morning Chalk Up.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. The re- reposting of it. Right. Which, um, yeah, it was. It was nice to see that they finally put a date on Ricky's thing because everyone kept trying to say that Ricky was going to come back this year. And I kept sort of, you know, rebutting that and being like, I don't think he can compete this year. Like this is his fourth year. He had four-year ban. So I think they put a date on there, like October 3rd or something is when he's eligible to start competing in CrossFit again, assuming he stays clean.
0: I think my biggest question is it it cannot be a comprehensive list. Like they have yeah. to be testing more than that list. Yeah. And why throw out those names and not other names? And if you're going to do something like this, why not say you've tested everybody that you can? Um, but
2: well, and that's probably why it came out on Dave's Instagram, because Dave isn't the official word, and he just maybe cherry picks to people let you know. that he thought we'd be interested in. I think that's exactly it.
0: He seems to be yeah. so enamored with Ricky. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and it that's just weird to me, but
2: yeah, I'm surprised too, just because he he cheated the system, right? And I don't think Dave appreciates Right. I think that's that. why
1: he's I think it's more like, hey, Ricky, I'm mm-hmm. on you. <laughs> I got my
2: eyes
0: on you. I'm not letting that go. Maybe. But at least it, I think that they need to get to a transparent system where there, where there's a a public document set that says these people were tested when they were tested. And if anybody asks, it can be reported on.
2: Yeah.
0: That's what the, you know, USADA does with, uh, with the Olympic stuff. Um, So I don't know. It's just weird.
2: I'm just, yeah, I'm just bracing for the next set of athletes that do pop. I'm curious to see who those, those will be.
0: It's sad because you see, I think it's a, a person from Greece that's at the top of the leaderboard mm-hmm. and two athletes from Greece have popped in the last.
1: You mean left yeah,
0: I, The Yeah. I'm not supposed to say that name anymore.
1: But now we know how to. So I need to keep practicing. Let's <laughs> event. It, it was Anna Frakow. Anna
2: Frakow. Yeah. Yeah. And no one talked that much about hers either. And she she actually took away somebody's chance to go to the Danielle last Brandon. couple. Yeah. The last couple days of the, the CrossFit Games. Like yeah. that was a big oppor- lost opportunity.
0: Yeah. We talked to Danielle about it. And Danielle mm-hmm. at first was kind of like, well, you know, I still was top 10 and blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, then I realized I was really pissed. <laughs> sure. And I think Actually, she called so. her like a, a roid head or something.
2: <laughs> did you guys catch the Buttery Bros out in Vegas?
0: What a great transition. Yeah. It's like you do podcasts yeah. for a living.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't, but I've,
1: I, I, ha- I haven't yet, but it's on my list.
0: I did. It Good is. On. It's one of the better ones for sure. Um, and it's probably because we've become friends with Justin and getting to see him and how he works with the athletes. And, mm-hmm. you know, the he does it in a way that there's a point and, and Kat, you can say what you want. He, they're talking about Danielle and Justin comes up behind her and says, we're working here. Mm. And she kind of looks up and and then there's this like playful laugh and, and grin like, yeah, yeah. And it's, so it's not like being critical and the person taking offense to it. It's that, yeah, that is what I need to work on. And he's really good at it. It just was a cool, like coach athlete moment that you don't always see.
2: Well, and Justin actually said, I think that she's like the most talented athlete. He did out there. I mean, he, he called it. He just said like, she has got the potential to, to do this, which is awesome to hear your coach say about you, you know?
0: Yeah. And Carrie's always going to be Carrie. Like she is just yeah. rock steady. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Bethany just seems changed. Big time. Big oh my time, gosh. Yeah. Like it, it was just so cool to watch. Um, and then the buttery bros went. And I just got to say, like, Mars is like that knee injury is over and he is getting fit <laughs> again.
2: Yeah, uh, they he, all are. I mean,
0: oh, Julian yeah. won. Yeah. And Tommy came in last. But then the, the, the penalty, you'll love it, Amy. They had to eat a raw onion with hot sauce.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So I, I messaged Tommy and I'm like, dude, you went at that. Like, cause, cause he had to do it and he was taking like little bites and Tommy was like a big apple just <laughs> down on that thing. Um, oh. And so I gave him some props and he was like, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: thank you.
0: But yeah, it was, it's a great episode. Uh, it almost made my best thing from the internet um but yeah because i think it's one. it was probably one of their best episodes in a while because mm-hmm. it was them getting to do what they had done before covid mm-hmm. uh, which was really fun
2: yeah for sure
0: did you guys see about the uh volcano in iceland
2: no is that what those pictures are
0: yeah so i guess it was right near sarah's home and they were like freaking out that they were going to have to evacuate and, you know, cause she's not snake bitten enough. Now a <laughs> volcano is going to explode by her house. Uh, but it, it's been dormant for like a thousand years. Jeez. And, uh, and then it kind of stopped. It just kind of is a little bit of flow, but nothing bad. And she went up in a helicopter over top of the volcano and got to get pictures and stuff. And it was really cool, but it could have been disastrous for all those Icelandic athletes to not, because it's not a big country.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't sure about that. I did see the pictures. I thought they were very pretty, but I didn't read into the fact that that was a problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When it first erupted, they thought it could be. And then Mm -hmm. pretty quickly it slowed down. So speaking
2: of Sarah, apparently she, she put out some kind of, video recording or something about her injury. Um, I haven't had a chance to read, uh, listen to it yet. It came out maybe like an hour ago where she oh, talks yeah, about, yeah, how it happened and sort of what she's doing. And it's going to be like a, like a series apparently, maybe she's doing it through wit. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure, but I have to take a look at it again a little more closely so we can talk about it next time.
0: Yeah. She's done a couple later. docu-series through FitAid. Um, yeah Yeah. I think she's still with them, but yeah, wit, Wits are big company now.
2: Yeah, I have to see, but I'm curious to just get get some more details around what happened and what she's, you know, doing for rehab and whatnot. Yeah. Poor thing.
0: Well, you know, I'll tune in. She's she's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So figured you would.
2: Just giving you a heads up.
0: Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um I do want to talk a little bit about Noble. You know, we talked about them becoming uh, the title sponsor and the outfitter of the CrossFit Games. And there's there was some pushback about um, accessibility for everyone and inclusivity. And uh, they were asked about that on Talking Elite Fitness. And, and they stepped up to the plate and did say that they do have plans to be more inclusive, uh, to come up with more affordable options. Um, as well as extended sizes. And they know they need to ramp up production to be able to keep up with the demand. Uh, so they answered all the questions that people really had about that. Um, so that was that was good of them to do that. Now we need to see the action, but the words were there. Um, but Morning Chalk up kind of featured it today and they, they did a comp- cost comparison between their stuff and Reebok and Lululemon and how theirs was way higher in price than any of the other companies and their sizes. Um, they did like the average size of athletes and the sizes that they went to and they don't cover even the average size athlete.
1: Wow.
0: Mm. Um, so, and I know the Morning Chalk Up got blasted for that article so much negativity from people saying that, that inclusivity shouldn't be an issue with clothing that a clothing company can do what they want. Um, so it's, it's really crazy that. It just made me want to think like, why can't we just be kind? This world just needs people to be kind to one another. Um, and I'm a bigger guy. I'm a bigger athlete. Um, it's, it's speaks to me that they don't have stuff that I can wear. Um, and so that hurts me. And then when I see these comments from the community saying that it's my fault that I'm here, which, you know, somewhat, but you don't know my story and you don't know other people's stories. And, and maybe that shirt that they get to wear helps them motivate them to, to lose weight and, and to be a part of the community instead of an outsider on the, on the side. So.
2: Yeah. I'd be curious to see, you know, what becomes of all that. I mean, it's one thing to talk about. I mean, clearly, you know, what are they going to say <laughs> when they get interviewed? Like, Oh no, we're not interested in that. <laughs> we're not going to make more sizes and we're not going to do that. It's just it'd be, be interesting to see like what their priorities are and things. And I don't think they're going to be very transparent about, you know, what their goals and, tran- and priorities are. So we'll just as consumers just have to sit back and wait and see, you know, how it goes.
0: I think part of it's on CrossFit though. They made the yeah. deal. Oh, for sure. They need they need to for make sure. sure that their community is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk inclusivity all the time. A, a kid from the inner city cannot afford ninety dollars ninety dollars leggings.
2: Right.
0: And sixty five dollars shorts. You know.
2: Yeah, and and yet. Um, I know, and I may have mentioned this before, I know that um, Noble was doing something with, I don't know if it's directly with the Green Beret project, but there were some things going on here locally in Delaware, where for some kind of charitable organization, you could get a pair of Nobles for like 60 bucks, a pair of trainers for 60 bucks. And they were like, I don't know, some, some big old truck, like backed up to these gyms and you could show up on Saturday morning and get as many pairs as you wanted of noble trainers for, for low cost. So I don't know the background behind that, but it happened like, I want to say last summer, maybe into early fall. And I think it was to benefit some things. Now, I don't know if that was a noble thing or if that was some other organization that just got noble to get product for them. Cause I never actually attended any of the events. Um, but they were there were like three or four boxes in this area that were doing that like for probably three weekends in a row. You know, you'd see random like things on Facebook like, "Hey guys, if you want a sixty dollar pair of Nobles, come to you know XYZ gym at eight o'clock on Sunday, and you can get them." So, so
1: I'm struggling a little bit. So I'm okay. Let's go back here for a second. I just want to make sure I understand. Yep. So I, I totally agree with um, trying to be more inclusive, but I, I'm curious though, like what would be your idea to make it more affordable? Like, I mean, like Lululemon is never going to be necessarily affordable to somebody um, inner city or wh- whatever you were, were saying, Schweitzer. So I guess, so, so what would be your, what, what's the solution? Like,
0: so, so the morning chalk up article was enlightening because it actually can comp- cost compared stuff from noble to lululemon and noble was much higher than lululemon um and way higher than reebok
1: right but i mean are you so are you saying that noble needs to decrease their prices to make it
0: more affordable for everybody well i think that when noble started they were a boutique store and boutique stores can charge more money When you make a deal to be the outfitter for an entire community and you're no longer boutique and you need to be able to reach the masses, in my opinion, especially a company when you do a deal with a company who has been preaching inclusivity all the way up until the point of this deal since the new ownership took over. At the end of the day, it's their choice. they can they can right. make it more affordable or not. Um, I think if they don't or that CrossFit made this deal knowing they didn't, I think that's ba- a bad look. And it is counterintuitive to what you've been saying going into this.
2: So Amy, are you saying things like should they should they just like pick a different kind of fabric for like a shirt and make like a fifteen dollars shirt?
1: I don't think I'm necessarily necessarily saying that. I'm just trying to understand. Like, I I understand making it, making more sizes or making, you know, things like that to be more inclusive. But I I think when it comes to business and a price point, I think that Mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do with with the material. And unfortunately, at the same time, Scott, you know, like when there is um, bigger sizes, you need more material and those costs are going to go up for for some things. So I'm just trying to... To look at it as, yeah. if, if
2: we want. I mean, I think, I think without Noble being the size of Reebok or Nike, it's going to be very hard for them to make affordable products, right? right? I, Just because they don't have the infrastructure to support it. And they probably, you know, I mean, let's face it, Reebok and Nike probably, you know, stuff's not made in the USA. It's made in other places. And, you know, the the labor costs are cheaper and their margins are different. So, yeah, that's an interesting point. Like, how how does that work, you know, economically? Yeah. How do you? how do you get things more affordable? And I think it, it would come down to, in my thought, is they'd have to create a, a maybe sub-quality product, like a, a, a quality less than what they're making now to make it affordable, maybe. I don't know that that's the yeah. right well, answer. It,
0: it's probably down to, because they, they've been boutique, they don't make a ton of anything, right? So they're right. paying more per piece than to have it manufactured because it's boutique. So if they're, so I think they got a venture capitalist to invest $27 million into the company right before this deal went down. I think I read that in a business journal. So maybe that's what they're using to extend and increase product, product production to be able to make more at a time so that it decreases the cost per unit. I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. they're just very quiet about everything. So you don't really know what's going on until this one interview with Tommy. Um, and then of course you're right, Kat, they're going to, they're not going to say the controversial thing on the podcast.
1: Yeah. I, and like I saying, I, I I understand and I get worth what you're saying. I just think to say that it's a bad look for CrossFit I think it's too, I think it's way too early to say that because this company is young and it is a high, a high end price point. And I think it's just, it's wouldn't be a wise dis- business decision for them to cut their prices in half r- r- right away or, or to do that. So that's yeah. why I'm saying, are you saying, are you suggesting, Hey, we offer a scholarship to, to you know, certain
0: facilities what I'm saying to is just, just have a plan in. How you're going to address the needs of a community that you just signed on to, um, to make close for?
1: Yeah, and I guess all I'm saying is I think it's going to take more time.
0: Oh, I don't think it's going to be. I didn't. I don't expect it to be done tomorrow. But they're just really quiet about it. Um, other than this one interview, they have said nothing. Um, and I know that they have been asked over and over and over again. But at the end of the day, it's up to them whether they want to participate or not in these questions or give us answers. Um, But it doesn't mean that people can't get frustrated about it either.
1: Sure.
0: Well, let's move on to something a little more happy. And one of those things is caffeine. Up before you coffee. Uh, our segment sponsor for our silly questions of the week, uh, Up Before You Coffee, you can use the code collidesdale 20 all caps, at upbeforeyou.com to order either your light roast or medium roast coffee. And it is it is really delicious coffee. It's a nice, smooth coffee in the morning. I love it. Um, so check it out. Um, yeah. Up Before You Coffee, up before You.com, Clydesdale 20. Get you some. It's good. <laughs> so our first um, silly question is, if you could be any fictional character in the world, who would you be? And let's start with Amy.
1: She-Ra, Princess of Power. It's an <laughs> 80s cartoon. Remember and He-Man?
0: I remember He-Man.
1: She-Ra. I'm picking.
0: There's a second part to that question. And why?
1: Because she's the princess of power. She's a powerful female figure. I like it. She was strong. She was somebody I used to identify with when I was younger because I wanted to be She-Ra because I wanted to have muscles and I wanted to flex for the guys and have them feel my muscles. And so that was She-Ra. Okay. And also my last name used to be Shelton. And so Um, People used to call me, sometimes they would, if I would write Shelton down, they would say (laughs) She-Ra. Okay. Okay.
2: That's awesome. Kat? I'm going to go rom-com. I would like to be uh, Demi Moore's character from About Last Night. Wow. Totally random. Old school. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. I just thought they were so cute, you know, like the scene in the kitchen where they're like all sweet and lovey and naked. And yeah, that's
0: <laughs> and that was with Roblo and oh, yeah, Jim, it, yeah, it was
2: Rob Lowe. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a good they one. It's been cute. a long time like, since I've know, seen that one. Yeah. Might have to you know, check that one easy, out again.
2: Easy breezy life, you know, little little sadness there in the middle, but then they get back together in the end and it's all
0: smiles and fun well my original answer was going to be rom-com and say any character that hugh grant has played (laughs) because i'm just a boy standing in (laughs) front of a girl girl (laughs) (laughs) um but but i have to i'm like a superhero nut too and it was really hard because a lot of superheroes have a lot of bad things happen to them which makes them superheroes um and so Actually, my favorite superhero is Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. Hmm. And uh, he has this ring that he can make all different kinds of shapes and and things. And he can fly and he can do a ton of cool stuff. And he was played by Ryan Reynolds in the movie that was atrocious. Atrocious. But Ryan Reynolds is pretty cool. Uh, but the comic books are amazing. And uh, so I'm going to pick Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern.
2: There you go. Did you see, speaking of Green Lantern, did you see the scenes, the superhero scenes from Mayhem's 21.2? Uh, I did. And there was one of their, one of their older guys was Green Lantern. I thought it was cute.
0: Yeah. The week before. They're they did killing it down Night. in
2: Tennessee. I know how much fun are they having? And in it was
0: hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. So the next question we have just because of the week that we have had is what is the most painful injury you have ever had and how did you get it and i'll go first because i never go first so i was a sophomore in high school and we had this intramural sport called speedball and it was a cross between basketball football and soccer you played it indoors on a basketball court Uh, There was a goal that if you kicked it in, you got like three points. If you threw it into the end zone to a person, you got two points. And if you threw it into the end zone, you got one point or the goal, something like that. Anyway, but it got vicious and very ferocious and it was homeroom versus homeroom. And I went up for a ball and a guy chopped me and snapped my thumb. Oh. And it was like the week before my sophomore year swimming season. And I went to the nurse and they said, well, just put some ice on it. It's probably just stoved. And she yanked on it. And, uh, I yelled and she said, well, here's an ice bag. Just go to class. Well, I was in class and it was hurting more and more and more. So I went back to the nurse's office. She pulled on it again, gave me another ice bag. So then I go to swim practice and I try to dive in the water and it hurts like I've never hurt before. And I just basically like sit on the side of the pool. My mom comes to pick me up and uh, I show her my thumb and it is like four times the size of my thumb and black. And they take me to the emergency room where it had partially set in the wrong place and they had to re-break it and cast it
2: oh man
0: and then the dummy that i was wanted to swim so bad that i swam with the cast on (laughs) for two meets and ruined my stroke so bad but that is actually the year i ended up going to u.s nationals (laughs) Hmm. after all of that um but yeah it was it was just a a mess
2: and what did Nurse Ratchet have to say about all this after the fact? Anything? I, my
0: mom gave her an earful. I know that much. I mean, um,
2: yeah. But, That's terrible. Yeah,
0: pulled it. So it was like, a it was a fracture that was diagonal down the bone. So the, the top slid and then reattached a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry, Amy. Did she get squeamish? That stuff?
1: I little bones bones do bones. Okay. And teeth, teeth dangling <laughs> bothers me.
2: like look at this loose tooth Ah. (laughs) that's great that is great
0: so who's up next Amy
1: Um, okay I would say the most intense pain has been when I've had back spasms before Um, and I will say that the one I'm thinking about where it was very intense was when I was grabbing carrots out of the fridge and I just started spasming in my back and that was about mm-hmm. three days of back spasms. So is that, that crazy. Was that, that was that during your like CrossFit life? Or oh yeah. Prior to, I would say yeah, that like, was probably like you're super fit. And six years healthy. ago. Yeah. 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 Trying to be healthy, getting carrots. Isn't that great? Yep.
0: Was that worse than when your knee locked up at the gym?
1: Um, oh God, that's pretty darn painful too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yes, that happened. So my meniscus will fold and get caught. Mm. And I like start losing, like I get very white and it has to like unfold, but until that happens, it's in kind of intense pain. So I'm I'm gonna still say the back stuff because I know that once my knee pops, I'll be okay. But when your back is spasming, you think you are dying. Like you don't think you are true. ever gonna be okay.
0: I didn't want to say the back because I want to forget about that.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs> at least I know now, honestly, at least I know now when the back is spasming, it is because it's the muscles protecting the spine. So it's, even though it feels super terrible, it's really doing what it's supposed to be doing and taking care of your body. It just feels
2: very bad. Yeah. Interesting. Well, mine is I was in my late twenties and I broke my arm. Um, I was rollerblading with my husband at the time who was my boyfriend at the time. And I don't think he was rollerblading. I just think I was rollerblading. He and another friend of his were doing something. We're at this park and there's this huge like ramp that goes, it's just a walking path down into this field of a softball field complex. So think that the the complex is in like a pit. And so for whatever reason, I decided to rollerblade down this monstrosity of a hill um, And I knew at some point that that was probably not a good idea. So I purposely sort of veered off onto the grass that was adjacent to the path and thought I would strategically just fall so that I wouldn't break my face or my back or my femur coming down the path. And I put my hand down, you know, to break my fall and it just snapped instantly. Um, And we had not been going out very long, maybe like a month or two. So it wasn't like we were super close. I was beside myself in pain, like so much pain. I was so uncomfortable. We, he, I had him drive me right to the ER, but there was like this one traffic light that we were stopped at that like would not change to red. And I was just kept going to him, like, just go, like, can you just go? Like, I I cannot take the pain anymore. And when we got to the ER.
0: And he still married you.
2: Yeah. Right. (laughs) When We got to the ER. They took me like right back in, like I was so much just affected by the pain that there were people it seemed like dying like in the waiting room and they called me first back to like get me x-rayed um it was awful so i broke like my radius in like you know a spot close to my hand um was my right hand of course i was right-handed but (laughs) the funniest part was we're in there and i guess we're getting like discharged or about to get discharged and he's you know he's been sitting with me the whole time and the nurse looks at me and she's got her little chart and she's writing stuff down and she says, so is this the result of domestic violence? <laughs> she said that. And Chris was right there in the room. And it, the best part was, I think he looked at me and he's like, tell him what I told you to say, honey. <laughs> like, <laughs> the joke, obviously, but I don't know if maybe I looked, my outfit was too cute and it didn't look like I was actually rollerblading because I had like little jean shorts on and like a nice top. It wasn't like in exercise clothes or anything. And it's like, they didn't believe my story that I was rollerblading and fell. It was the weirdest thing. And I think because I was in so, like, I was so overcome with pain that they're like, this girl is crazy. Like something is going on. She didn't just break her arm. So yeah, broken arm.
0: So, uh, Kat, you want to tell people who we are having on Monday?
2: Um yes. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Dreamy himself, Paul Tremblay. So excited. Um getting red, just even thinking about it. Um yeah, he's adorable. Um Scott got him to come on, I guess it was a few days before my birthday that we got to record. So it was like birthday present for Catherine. Um Paul Tremblay, just so you guys know, is is my conporter to you know, my to Amy's Comporter. Um What a cutie and just so, so nice. He's a father of coming up on four kids. Um, His wife's about to give birth, I think in May. Um, We had a great conversation. We talked a lot about affiliates and his role as the country manager in Canada. Um, We barely talked about, you know, CrossFit except for like some of his special moments and some of the encounters that he and I had had um, with one another at at sanctionals and things. But yeah, it was a great, great talk. You guys are going to like it a lot. He's such
0: a good dude. Yeah, and don't forget, tomorrow we're going to do Clydesdale after lunch um, with Pre-happy Dex <laughs> um, and see what 21.3 is and get Dex's uh, opinion on how we should attack that. Um, and so he's actually he just... in California right now, uh, but he's okay. not at HQ. Okay. So... Uh, But he's going to join us from California tomorrow um, for that. And then let's finish up with our best thing from the internet. And since Kat hasn't gone first yet. Okay.
2: Um, I don't know if you guys have seen um, Camille LeBlanc-Bazinet and Dave Lipson's posts lately, but they are on a tear um, with their programming that they're doing. They must have a TikTok is all I can think of. And I haven't found the TikTok yet. But they're doing reels, and I feel like anyone that's doing reels on Instagram, they look very TikTok-ish um, in in style and genre. So I'm gonna go with that as my favorite. The last one, most recently one that they did, it's just it's just like a lot of butt stuff, you know, like them shimmying around, dancing, and touching each other, and pointing at stuff. And <laughs> they're
0: adorable. They <laughs> so are. cute. Very cute. Amy,
2: uh,
1: mine is Emma Carey crushing. because I literally, like I said, tried to quit eight times. And for her, I watched people. I mean, I judged one of the fittest people at our gym. She did every snatch unbroken. She could have gone faster knowing this particular athlete, but she did it in 14 minutes. And to know that Emma Carey did it in 851 is unreal. I don't, I can't even picture what that would look like in person.
0: So have you watched the video, the full video of her doing it? Not
1: the full video, but the start of it.
0: So if I figured it's only ten minutes of my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. She's a friend of the show, and uh, the cutest part is I think her mom is the camera person, and her mom is freaking out more than Emma is because she wants to make sure that she gets the video right. And you hear her going, "Mike, Mike, I need your help. Mike, Mike, is this good enough? Mike," <laughs> <laughs> all before she starts. And then, so you start That's laughing, great. and then you see Emma go. She never ever stopped. Stop. She never, yeah. ever stops. Mm-hmm. It is just one motion. And, and it is the same speed from start to end. She never slows down. She never stops. She never breaks.
2: It's Good for her, man. I know. And engine like crazy. And that you know, insane.
0: she's been working the whole year on strength and didn't lose that engine at all.
2: Yeah. Was her mom, was her mom calling her sis? Uh, sis all? and m come on sis come on m love that. you got this come on sis Come on, sis. <laughs> yeah. let's go sis it's yeah.
0: so
2: great i'm so happy for her. it's so cool it's
0: it's a cute video it's only 10 minutes of, of your life if you want to do it it's, and she's it's so fun. cute
2: the way she introduces herself to she's like Emma carrie you know from wherever the united states of america here i am <laughs> you know, she's so sweet
0: <laughs> yeah so her. um and i think we can go ahead and say it she's she's agreed to come back on the show Right after the open. Um, so we're going to record on April 5th uh, and kind of get how her first open in the open division is, uh, was, and and hell, she may win the damn thing.
2: That's crazy. So cool.
0: So I guess it's up to me. Uh, mine is, uh, I watched the Zack Snyder version of the Justice League, <laughs> all four hours and two minutes of it. And I was, I was not a big fan of the first one. I liked some of the pieces, but I didn't, it didn't like just blend together for me very well. This one I could not walk away from four hours long. I never, I, I couldn't stop. It was so good. And, um, and they made really good changes. It was much darker um, other than the flash. The flash is hilarious and um, it's really good. I, if, if you, if you like superhero movies, now, I know my, some of my friends, like Bacon, did not like it, uh, and we have mm. been going back and forth about this, but I thought it was a great movie and uh, really enjoyed the four hours. Glad four they hours. did
2: I, um I will tell you that when you posted that on some, somewhat one of your accounts about how you saw it and liked it, I had to Google it because I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> uh. Sorry. <laughs> so for people who
0: don't know, when they, when they were filming Justice League, Zack Snyder was the director and the producer, and his daughter committed suicide during the filming of the movie. And his wife was also a producer. So they bowed out because of what that did to their family. And Joss Whedon came in to finish it, who is famous for the Marvel movies, not DC. And so the movie had this like mixed bag of stuff. Marvel was much lighter, much uh, brighter. And the DC movies are usually darker. And this had like some dark and some bright, and it just didn't mesh very well. And so Zack Snyder hated the way it came out and for years wanted to redo it. And so they gave him, HBO gave him the, the money to finish the movie the way he wanted to. Um, and they even added new characters, added um. The villain into a new like CGI costume that actually made sense, uh, hmm. so they made a lot of changes, um, and the cast came back for the reshoot, so it was pretty cool. And I, and I argue that Ben Affleck is the perfect Batman, um, because Batman is is crotchety, you know he's lost his family, he is disgruntled, and and I thought Affleck did that well. but there we Quick go.
2: Background. All right, thank you for that. I had no idea.
0: All right. So with that, thank you, RxMarkier for being our title sponsor. Um, make sure you use that code Clydesdale15 at checkout, all caps. Good for 15% off anything in the store at rxmarkear.com except for new releases and special editions. And with that, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can possibly win an RX Smart Gear Jump Rope. Um, write a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us too. Give us five stars because you love us so much. Because <laughs> uh, that can below. help get us. Yeah, comment below, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff.
1: Tell your um, friends, subscribe, create email accounts.
2: There you go. Yeah. Yes,
0: baby. Murph just signed up yesterday. Yeah,
2: I did. There you go.
0: All right. Well, with that, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.